Welcome to the Senior Soup Podcast. My name is Raquel Meisset. And I'm Ryan Miner. The soup of the day is Navigating Senior Living. Spotlight is on our special guest, Pam Rosian from The Landing. Welcome, Pam. Well, thank you for having me. Good morning. Good morning, Ryan. We're so excited to have Pam. We are so excited to have Pam. Thanks for being here. And thank you so much for allowing us to use The Landing as our Senior Soup launch pad. I feel like The Landing is part of our family. It feels like family. The minute you walk in the door, it's got this warm, fuzzy feel. So Pam, tell us about yourself, who you are, what you do, and what made you get into senior living? Well, first, I'd like to say thank you for having me here at the Landing of Silver Spring. I am the sales manager here, have been here for about six months, have been in senior living for 24 years, and actually got into senior living because there was a crisis with my mother and didn't know how to work the system. So that That's what landed me in assisted living and memory care. Just needed some help. It was urgency, and we didn't know what to do. She had had a massive stroke, so kind of had to work the system. I was working at Saks Fifth Avenue and knew nothing about health care at that point. Hmm. Pam, that was quite a jump from Saks Fifth Avenue to senior living. Now, if I remember correctly, you had worked over at the Hebrew home. For 13 years, yes. Charles E. Smith Life Community. Making the right choice in an assisted living community can seem a never-ending search. When do you suggest one starts their search? The hope is you can get your parents or loved ones to look around early in the game before they actually need it. But most cases are an emergency scenario. My thought is start doing some information hunting. So Pam, you are very passionate about senior living because of your personal story and where it started with your family. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. And making the right choice in assistant living communities can seem like a never ending search because there are so many out there. And when do you suggest someone should start that? It's hard to find the proper time. We're coming up on Thanksgiving, and a lot of the kids are going to come home now and see the changes in their parents. Usually holiday time is a busy time in senior living because of that specifically. Mom's not cooking anymore. Things aren't being done around the house. Mom's falling. Dad's forgetting. These next two months are pretty busy months for senior living. Hey, Pam. Hey, Ryan. How's it going? Good. It's good to see you as always. Good to see you guys, too. It's even better to see you because Anoble Care has been quite the visitors lately inside of the landing. We're taking care of some of the residents and providing that much-needed service and home-based primary care. Look at Raquel over here. She's smiling. And She's we, been in the landing quite often with a modest senior got care. we care in here also. Home we sure care. do. And I, to my favorite clients are in here. You know, it's interesting. You guys came in and I had been here a couple months. Business has just been booming. You guys have been asking me, you know, what's going on? How does it typically work? We're assisted living in memory care. What's the time frame? How does this work? Can somebody move in overnight? Can somebody take three months? It depends on what somebody's needs are. I am interested in the process from A to B. How does someone begin their search for senior living? How do they know that they would need senior living? And then once they schedule a phone call with you, they visit here at the landing and they see the community, they tour it, they learn about the amenities, assisted living, memory care. What's the next step? Most people are pretty much in denial about leaving the house. There's usually an emergency. Somebody's fallen, they've broken a hip, they go to rehab, but they can't go home. So the kids are getting involved. 75% of the time, it's an emergency. If somebody's calling on their own just because they're lonely at home, they're calling, 
they're coming in for a tour as soon as possible. We can get our nurse to assess them, to deem a level of care. And there's some basic paperwork that needs to be filled out. And that's actually the most time-consuming stuff in moving into a community. Let's talk about that paperwork. That's so important. The RAT form. The history and physical, the healthcare practitioner form, which is a Maryland state regulated form. It's a five-page form. Your doctor fills out and signs. There is a MOLST form, which is a Maryland life order form. Do you want a DNR? Do you not want a DNR? These are state forms that have to be filled out in order to move into a facility. There's also a cognitive form that some communities require. And then there's just a lot of basic paperwork. Can somebody move in right away within 36 hours? Absolutely, if they have that paperwork done. Some people aren't quite ready. And you walk them through every step of the process. We do. We walk them through from A to Z. We're here to make life easier and to create a safety net. I think with this podcast, Raquel and I always want people to be more informed about how to make decisions, sometimes in a crisis. Hopefully, they'll use this podcast and hear about how to preemptively plan. Raquel and Pam, where we are most focused with this effort through the Senior Soup is giving people the resources up front, walking them through step A, through step B, through step C. No one really knows how to navigate the system until you are part of it. Right. Until you have to. You don't know what you don't know. That's right. This is not something I think people typically are excited to educate themselves on. Pam, correct me if I'm wrong. The sooner they do start their search, the better. Because when I age, I want to age very glamorously. I want to be able to pick where I'm going to live, what activities are going to be offered, and the community feel when I walk in that door. Absolutely. We create structure. People don't have that at home. But I would be careful as to how many places you look at. People are coming in, they're telling me, I've been to 10 places, I'm so confused. You shouldn't be looking at more than four or five places. They should be close to where you like to live, close to your kids or your loved ones, and a place that you really enjoy the atmosphere. That's the bottom line. Life is good. I'm familiar with agencies like A Place for Mom. Correct. Do you take advantage of services like that to pick up referrals? absolutely do. We work with A Place for Mom, with Oasis, with Care Patrol, with Care Changes. We work with a lot of companies that refer to us. How do these companies work? They refer to us and they get a percentage of the first month, frankly. Uh, yeah. Kind of like in real estate when you're helping someone buy a house, Absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. Raquel, my understanding, Amada Senior Care can help with placements if someone is interested in senior living who's a current client of yours, or they're not a client. Yeah, she just referred somebody to me yesterday. Look at Absolutely. that. She's an all-star. Absolutely. Look, you know. You get our, the brownie points. We, re- we really hone in. We specialize in, in home care. If that's not the right place where they're going to thrive, we will absolutely find the perfect place for them to live and the perfect community that would be a good fit for them. As we said on many of the podcasts, we help one another. I want to understand from the time they get into the door, what's next? What are the common questions that you hear from families who are anxious about this process, which I can imagine happens frequently. Well, it happens all the time. You know, there's so much guilt involved in the fact that mom and dad can't stay at home. We're all trying to work, all trying to live our lives, and we just want them safe. So we just try to find a place that delves into their interest. Does dad like to go downtown to the museums? Does mom like to go to plays or a movie? What are the interests? So we really try to create pleasant days for these residents. Things that they 
they can't do on their own because they're not driving anymore. Let's talk about the activities. I don't think a lot of people realize that you do things like take them to the museums. And how do you figure out what the residents are interested in? And do you take that into account? Absolutely. If we can't meet their needs on an interest basis, if they want to be at classes at Shady Grove every day, that's not something I'm going to be able to do. But I know people who can. I'll refer them there. But if they want to be downtown doing different things, going to plays, we will make that happen. And I think that's really important in life. That's what creates happiness and healthiness. So that's an important question families should ask. You know, what activities do you offer? What does that look like throughout the year? Changes monthly depending on what's going on in the city. Guys, we just did a fabulous Veterans Day luncheon with the three of us, with the Noble Care and Amada. And it absolutely brought tears to everybody's eyes. It was amazing. We have to find out what people's specific interests are and and adhere to it. And I appreciate that. I'm glad that you guys prioritize veterans. That's very important to me. I think that our country, as good as we have it, we haven't figured out how to build the safety net even bigger for seniors that need the help who may be low income. There should never, never in our country be a homeless veteran. Never. No, I agree with you. And And that's heartbreaking. I'm going to jump back to levels of care. Okay. Because you did mention that there are several different levels of care. That is actually a topic of conversation with a lot of my clients who have no idea that that is a thing. In senior living, there are several levels of care. We've got independent living where people are coming in at a younger age. They're getting all their cooking, their cleaning, activities, bus trips. If they want, they can hire home care agencies in there to come in and help with medication administration. Tell me about the necessity of someone hiring Raquel's agency, Amada Senior Care, to come in and be supplemental to the care. Of course, it's private pay, but describe a situation that a private duty care aid is warranted. If somebody's in independent living and they have a little bit of a cognitive loss, you're not taking their medications properly, you can bring in home care four hours a day. They come in two or two in the morning, two in the evening. They would take care of medication administration. If they needed a little help with bathing or dressing, they could do that. It just depends on what somebody's needs are. People come to assisted living when they need a little more help. They need all their cooking, three meals a day. They need a staff and the building 24-7. There's a lot more care in assisted living than there is an independent. So Pam, if you had three takeaways we could give to our audience that are listening to this, what would those be for them? It's never too early to kind of open your eyes to this and just get a feel for what's out there because you really don't want to be caught in a crux with an emergency. And that's what happens to about 75% of people. Keep your eyes open. Know what's around. Number two, I would never overdo it and look at 10 places. I would do some searching and look at four or five because otherwise it's going to be really confusing. When somebody walks in a place, they know the feel, they know the love, and they know the services. You'll know it when you walk in the right property. There's something for everybody, but it's not everywhere. And number three, be careful of the location. Make sure the location works for you and your parents. This can't be a job for you to get there or for them. They don't want to be so far out of the way and away from people that they know that would visit them. So I would be, you know, clear about all three. Pam, that was great. Thank you so much. Where can people find more information about The Landing online? You can go to www.thelandingofsilverspring.com. All right, Pam and Raquel, I think that that's a wrap. This was fun. Thank you.
you guys for having me. Well, thank me. you. Informative. Yes, very informative. We learned to be proactive, not wait till crisis mode. Go with your comfort zone. Go with your comfort zone and make sure to narrow down the choices. You don't have to see 10. You're not speed dating. You're finding a new place to live. It's your new community. Take it seriously and take this information and use it. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Pam. And thank you to The Landing. Just as a reminder, new episodes of the Senior Soup Podcast are released every Monday at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Raquel, do you listen at 9 a.m.? Every morning. I make my kids listen to it. Ryan, my kids can ask Alexa to play the Senior Soup Podcast now. Is that right? Your kids can ask Alexa to play the Senior Soup Podcast. They would say, Alexa, play the Senior Soup Podcast on Amazon Music and you will always hear their mom's voice. Her lovely singing voice, that is. The Senior Soup Podcast. We got a patent that jingle, Rico. Yeah. What do you think, Very Pam? cute. That was good. Very, for- <laughs> very cute. There's a reason why I was never singer. Uh, well, for more information about the Senior Soup Podcast, you can visit theseniorsoup.com. To find all of our podcast episodes, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast directory. I think that's it, Raquel. That's a wrap. Pam, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, guys.